Well, good evening and Merry Christmas. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight and to gather uh, in the name of Christ Jesus and to celebrate his birth. It's a wonderful opportunity for us to be here and to take in just some lovely music tonight, which will be put together by uh, the choir here at Calvary, led by Sue Lakota, uh, by musicians who have uh, kind of been brought together that will be uh, providing us with lots of joy and by you as we sing together some of our favorite Christmas hymns. I want to thank everybody who's here to be a part of it and we look forward to worshiping the Lord together.
throughout Advent here at Calvary, we use a Advent wreath. It's a wreath that has a number of candles on it, and in these candles, we see a representation of light breaking forth into the darkness of this world in which we live. And each week we light a candle. The candles we lit represented hope, peace, joy, and love. Tonight, celebrating the Lord's birth, we represent, or we light the Christ candle. Will you now join me in our responsive reading as we look in our bulletin and read from Isaiah 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. If you're able, please rise as we sing hymn 319, O come all ye faithful, found in your bulletin.
in your bulletin, you'll see what's labeled next as a homily. It's really more of a devotional in line with the devotionals that we've been doing throughout the season of Advent. And uh, I hope you've been able to see on our Facebook page or on our church website. In fact, this could very well be considered the 25th of those 25 devotionals as we look at Micah 5. When I was a, a kid, I remember the joy of Christmas morning, seeing all the presents under the tree, being so excited about the opportunity to open these gifts. And most of all, I always wanted to open the biggest gift. That was the one I would be most excited about. Eventually, though, I learned that timeless truth, that often the best gifts come in smaller packages. We're reminded of that fact once more tonight as we consider the greatest gift that has ever been given as we travel to Bethlehem through music and scripture and we see the gift of Christ Jesus our Lord. We need to remember that at the time of Jesus' birth, the people of God were oppressed. There had been no Davidic king for almost six centuries and and the Roman Empire ruled the land. And by all outward appearances, it was a very dark time. But the people of God clung tightly to the promises of God, often given to them through the voice of the prophets, like Micah, who in Micah 5.2 told them of a promised deliverer that would come, a king who would lead the people, not coming from a major metropolis, but rather from a very small place. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel. Bethlehem, the town of David's birth. And so we would see that from there would rise one who would sit on David's throne. Would he come in might and power? No. He would actually come in meekness and humility, a little baby, not born in a palace or to the rich and the powerful, but rather a little baby born to ordinary people and placed in a manger. But don't be fooled by the tiny package. For appearances may have made it seem as if he was an insignificant child, but the truth was nothing but. As Micah had prophesied, his coming forth is from old, from ancient days. That reference of the ancient of days is a, a term that is used to describe God, he who is almighty, he who is eternal. And so we see this promise that this one who is the deliverer, who is to come, this little baby who seems insignificant, is actually God himself in the flesh. And here's the really good news, Micah says, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, a shepherd who cares tenderly for his flock. Remember the great shepherd's psalm, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And that's not all he does. Remember, a shepherd also has to care for the flock in such a way that he defends them from those who would take their very lives. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
And that is what the prophet Micah says. They shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. The one who came in this tiny package shall be mighty throughout the world, and he shall be their peace. He shall be their peace, because through his love he enables us to be at peace with one another, to love as he has loved, to forgive as he has forgiven, to show humility and kindness and compassion as he has shown humility and kindness and compassion. But even more central to his peacemaking work is this. He not only makes it possible for there to be peace between the members of mankind, he makes peace a reality between mankind and God. So it is that Jesus, this little one, was born to live a perfect life on our behalf, to die an atoning death in our place, and one day to return and set all things to rights. And on that day we will sing, No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. And tonight, and throughout this Christmas season, And beyond, it is my prayer that you might know Christmas joy. That joy that Jesus brings, even as light breaking into the darkness.
Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. If you're able, would you please rise as we sing hymn 314, God rest ye merry, gentlemen.
Luke 1, beginning in verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give, him, give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Star and angels gave the sign. Come to babe on bended knee, the Savior of humanity. Unto us a child is born. He shall. Oh 
Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 39. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. You may remain seated as we sing together hymn 323, O Little Town of Bethlehem.
Our fourth reading, taken from Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 46. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home.
our next reading, Matthew 1, beginning in verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. Now Luke chapter 2. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem 
because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is if you're able now, please rise as we sing together hymn 311, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
picking up again in Luke chapter 2. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb.
John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness, to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Would you rise now as we join the choir in singing the Hallelujah Chorus.
And now as you go, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Merry Christmas.